Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your man, man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. I'd like to thank everyone out there who's listening. This is about a two-year span of my new podcast. I'm here myself. Um, Parlay Sean's not here. Uh, he's got COVID. I didn't know that people still could get COVID. I mean, of course, everyone can get COVID. But since... I feel like everyone gets COVID instead of other flus and other uh, illness by the virus. But that's enough said. Uh, Parley, Sean, I hope you're feeling better. I hope you uh, get healthy. I hope that you can get back to work. Uh, enjoy your life again. Uh, go out and about. Uh, take care of business. And uh, there you go. So I am here trying to go. I'm going to try and do my best to do a podcast about week 18 football and i'd like to first start talking about not just the nfl but college football uh, what a great game for alabama and for michigan michigan um, won in over in overtime um, i know i was going to talk about a lot of it but i think the key factor of that game was up to the fourth quarter was uh, uh when they actually scored a touchdown and it was 19 to 20 to either tie or win the game. I mean, to tie or to go for a two-point conversion. And why I want to bring that up is probably because I wanted to talk about um, the Detroit Lions decision against Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're a notorious team to go for uh, fourth down no matter what. So Dan Campbell, this is his first full-time real job as a head coach uh, he does he has done an excellent job uh, motivating his players getting his players ready but as a head coach he does a little struggle here there about winning to not go for fourth downs uh, he did it with the Green Bay Packer game on Thanksgiving uh, he did it last week against the Dallas Cowboys um, it was the end of the game they could either tie the game or they could actually uh, win for the two-point conversion Dan Campbell went for the two-point conversion. Uh, Detroit lost. It was done. It was a done deal. Um, it's a type of game that Detroit probably would have uh, needed as more confidence uh, to go into the playoffs. Uh, of course, they have to play against the Vikings at home this week. But the difference between Dan Campbell and, and uh, Jim Harbaugh is that Jim Harbaugh understood the scenario the circumstances of the game that 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 you don't want to lose an opportunity for number one seed or in, th in this case the, uh, Jim Harbaugh to go to the national championship game against Washington congratulations to Washington and at this point but for Detroit Dan Campbell should have done the same thing you, you don't want to get um, like you don't want to lose an opportunity to be the one seed or the two seed, but now you're a three seed, and most likely you're going to play uh, 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 the L.A. Rams against Matthew Stafford. Sean here is not here. Parlay Sean is not here. So you have to understand that Parlay Sean is probably right about this. This could be a very devastating thing for Detroit to play against uh the guy that they drafted years ago, Matthew Stafford, great guy, great athlete, great football player. Uh, his struggle in Detroit was just having Kelvin Johnson to have a running game. Uh, offense coordinators went in, uh, they went and gone, um, but they never got to the playoffs. And it was a kind of a um, a recluse. I was very happy for uh, Matthew Stafford to be traded to L.A. I thought that Detroit had a better deal out of that trade, but obviously Detroit didn't win the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford and LA Rams won it a couple years ago. But I thought that because um, uh, Matthew Stafford throws a lot of interceptions, um, but he had a better uh, supporting cast in in LA than he does uh, when he did when he was in Detroit. Uh, Jared Goff, um, now I know why the Rams traded Jared Goff because uh, on the road games he's really uh, not sure of himself. Uh, he can get pressured real quickly. Uh, he doesn't go through his cycles uh, uh, 
uh, receiver one, two, or three. He kind of, uh, when he feels a little bit pressure, he throws, he underthrows the ball a lot. He doesn't set his feet. Um, he's doing a little bit better job of running out of the pocket and finding his receivers. But going into week 18, finally, after five minutes, I want to talk about the, uh, the games that the games that are going to be inf- uh, instrumental for Detroit. Uh, I mean, for any th- playoff team. So the first game is a Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. It's um, most likely uh, Lamar Jackson will not play. They're not going to get him hurt. Um, there's no reason to uh, play uh, the number one quarterback in the league, the MVP player of the league. He should win it this. He should win it this year, and I would think that he would win it even if they get to the conference championship or the a- AFC championship game. Um, but I don't see why he would not win the uh, the MVP of 2023-2024 year. Uh, it's going to be raining and picks. I mean, in Baltimore, uh, there's no reason to get your number one player hurt. Uh, another question on our player for Baltimore is Zach Flowers. Um, is he is he your top guy? Probably not. Probably likely is the tight end is very hot. So if you take if you take the Pittsburgh Baltimore game, and you take the uh, let me go here. Oops, let's go, let's go NFL, let's go NFL. So oops, NFL. Where's my NFL? NFL. There we go. So if you go to NFL, they got Pittsburgh plus four. No, I'm sorry. They got Pittsburgh minus four and Baltimore plus four. This is actually a trap game, but it's not because Rudolph isn't that good. Uh, the second string quarterback for or Baltimore has been there for last five or six years. No, no I'm sh- that's not true. He's been the backup for you know, for Baltimore for the last two years. Uh, I would still, yeah, I would still take Baltimore plus six. I don't think they're going to get blown out. I, I don't believe uh, Pittsburgh's Randolph is going to do any good. Uh, I don't really think there's, I, I just don't think that that even for Pittsburgh, they have to win this game. They have to win this game. So if you go plus seven for Baltimore, it'd be a close enough game that 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 both teams will at least try to um, eliminate. I think Baltimore will try to eliminate Pittsburgh out of the playoffs because I wouldn't want not to uh, match them up later if Pittsburgh gets hot. I can't really think that why they would get hot, but I don't think they have enough talent. Uh, the uh, the over under is 30, 35.5. I would take that down to maybe 27. I mean, you're not going to win a lot of money when you go that low, about 27 or 26 or even 30 points. But you put uh, same game parlay for how many yards that Randolph might may get, may not get. You could put a passing parlay with Randolph uh, just over 200 yards or under 225. But that in itself, this is not a good game to actually touch as a parlay. Uh, there's a there's a scenario for Pittsburgh, which I think is kind of funny. Pittsburgh would have to have first of all, Pittsburgh needs a win, or Pittsburgh win plus a Buffalo loss, or Pittsburgh to win and Jacksonville loss. Or Pittsburgh win plus Houston and Indianapolis Colts to tie. That's not possible. I don't think that's ever going to happen in the NFL again with two mediocre teams, Houston and Indianapolis. Or Pittsburgh ties ties plus Jacksonville loses plus Houston and Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie. But there's so much stuff going on in this game. 9-7 for Pittsburgh. The real question is this. Does Tomlin, the head coach of, of Pittsburgh, 
does he really want to make the playoffs just to keep his streak going? This is really important for Tomlin and, and for himself. Or is this going to be the end of Tomlin? If he, do, if, if he doesn't make the playoffs, then what do you do? Then does it mean it's that the waves of the tide have changed and Tomlin is on, a way on, on his way out? So there's a scenario for Tomlin to keep his streak going so that he can get guys to come in for free agency and all this stuff. But in reality, don't you, wouldn't you rather lose this game? If you're Pittsburgh, you probably would rather lose this game. Try to, to trade a uh, couple draft picks for a good quarterback. Or maybe there's Justin Fields out there. Maybe you trade for Justin Fields. That's a that's a very optional way to go. But for for the Ravens, there's really no reason for you to even play Flowers or Beckham or any other or like uh, Edwards or anybody on that in that game to get them hurt in the rain. So Pittsburgh should probably win this game. But I don't even know if I would if I was a Pittsburgh fan, I don't know if I would want to win the game because. What are you going to do? You're going to play against. Uh, are you going to really play? Uh, Pittsburgh going to play against. Uh, let me see. Oh, maybe I don't see it. Well, Pittsburgh is outside of the box, outside the wild card matchup. So, so I don't know why you would want to make the playoffs. I would. I think it's a lost cause. So. If you look at if you look at uh, the Houston and the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts, that's gonna probably be the game of the week because you got two teams who are totally opposite of each other. What I mean by that, uh, you got C.J. Strom, got a rookie numbers, uh, phenomenal uh, quarterback has brought Houston back to 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 recognition. Uh, he's come back at least three or four times during the season. Uh, it's a team that has a lot of energy, a lot of a lot of things going for them. Uh, y- if you go to the Indi- Indianapolis Colts, you get uh, Minchichu, who is a, a journeyman. He's he's played fairly. He's played for, uh, I can't top of my head, know who else he played for but but here you see a guy who's getting a second chance as a backup who became a starter because Indianapolis Colts rookie got hurt Richardson he got hurt I still to this day it's a little iffy to start your rookie quarterbacks if they're not ready but who would have thought that CJ Strong was ready to play in the NFL because he didn't show that case playing at Ohio State. But if you take these numbers, if you take one and a half for Houston or plus one and a half for for the Colts, you go over under 47 or 42, 47.5. If you do that, then you have something to look forward to. But if I were to pick this game and it's clearly inside. I think Jason Taylor is coming back. I don't know anything about what, where Zach Moss is, but it looks like it looks like if you look at this game, uh, John. I'm gonna say Jonathan Taylor is gonna play. Pittman is gonna play. Uh, so this game in itself, this is probably a good game for a a parlay. You could either take. One and thirteen Houston or one and thirteen India Indian Indianapolis or the Colts. Or you could take a risk and be like Parlay Sean and do six of tens or one of six or one of fives. However, this is a good game for a same game parlay. For CJ Strom to get uh least forty or thirty five yard rushing, maybe over 200 yards passing. Uh, Majichu, he probably should get at least over 200 yards easy. 
uh, Jonathan Taylor. You know, it's it's a give and take. I can't tell you the truth if I actually trust Jonathan Taylor because he could be partially hurt, but you just don't know anything about that. He's come back from an injury early this year. I just can't assume a guy who comes back from an injury is 100% healthy. That, to me, is a little iffy. But you could get Pittman to score a touchdown. You could get... Um, uh, Collins to score touchdown, but here's a here's your problem with Houston right now. You got Brown and and Woods who are both questionable. So this is a game that you probably would take C.J. Strong with his feet. I don't know anything about how well Secretary is. I think when he left to go to to Houston from 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 the Buffalo Bills, I think his career is at the end of his cycle. I just wouldn't stay. I just wouldn't touch Signatory. I just wouldn't touch him. I just wouldn't do it. Um, however, if we look at the scenarios of this game for Indianapolis, who is nine and seven, they would need the Indianapolis needs if they wanted to clinch the AFC South. Indy would have to uh, win, plus having Jacksonville lose. Uh, Indy or Indy would have to tie, plus Jacksonville to lose, which tying is not. Still don't see how you can try tie. They're not. The NFL is not going to let you tie at the end of the year. This is nuts, but really could though. Um, how the Colts can clinch the playoff berth? Um, Indianapolis would outright have to win, and plus Pittsburgh would have to lose. Well, of course, they are playing. Uh, well, Pittsburgh, again, Pittsburgh probably, in my theory, won't lose because no one on the Baltimore Ravens are going to play. But in reality, I'm still going back to Pittsburgh should want to lose so they can get a better draft pick or at least do something in the offseason to get Justin Fields, at least. So, uh, if you if you look at, if you look for Miami, the, Ma- the Miami and the Buffalo game on Sunday at 8.20 p.m. I'm going everywhere right now. Uh, Miami will clinch the AFC East title with a win or a tie. But this is something that you have to really think about for Buffalo. I mean, for Miami. Do you want to play your top guys for this game against Buffalo Bills? Now, the problem with this game for for Miami is that if if you keep Buffalo Bills in the scenario of the playoffs, you could see them again at some point one way or another. It could unravel anything, okay? So for Buffalo... What's at stake is that Buffalo will clinch the AFC East with a tie, with a win. How do the Buffalo Bills clinch a playoff berth? First of all, they have to uh, win or tie against Miami. They have to have uh, Pittsburgh lose. They would have to have Jacksonville lose, or Houston, Annapolis to tie. Now, the Pittsburgh game, like what I said before. Pittsburgh should lose. They should just lose. Jacksonville, that's very up um, up in the ladder. There's nothing to uh, uh, that they have. Uh, um, what's that quarterback's name? I can't believe I can't remember his name. Um, long hair, blonde hair guy. I can't believe I can't remember. What's his name? I got to look it up. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. My God. Trevor Lawrence. But this is another thing about Trevor. This is another thing about Jacksonville Jaguars. Is it important for Jacksonville Jaguars to make the playoffs? If you're a football guy, if you own a football team, if you have a coaching staff, how far can Jacksonville Jaguars get through the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl 
Do you think that they can actually beat the Ravens? Do you think that they can actually beat Buffalo Bills? They did in the beginning of the year, but that's a hypothetical thing, right? No one really knows, right? But is it worth Trevor Lawrence's bad knee to get crushed in the playoffs? And then who knows? He might be out for a year or two if he, if he gets hurt in this game. I personally, I don't know what I would do. But first of all, if I would have to look at the FanDuel uh, projection of this game, I have to go find it. So if you go to, to oh my goodness, where am I going? Jacksonville, 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 Jacksonville. So if you get Jacksonville against Tennessee, Jacksonville is minus five and a half. And Tennessee is plus five and a half. The over-under is 39.5. And if you look at if you look at the at this game's uh Jackson, if you look at the re injury report, Trevor Lawrence is questionable. Uh, Zay Jones is questionable. Uh Will Will Lewis is questionable. So most likely if you're playing against Tennessee, they're going to stick to the ground. They're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry. Uh, I I don't know how you're going to get the ball to Hopkins if you don't have a quarterback. Okay. I mean, he if he's questionable, most likely he'll play. But to be honest with you, I can't question how Hopkins is going to touch the ball. Or Burke. I just, or the tight end, Oakland Hall. Akunaho, I can't even pronounce his last name. I'm, I just torched it. But at this point, I'm, maybe I'm totally wrong. I would take Jacksonville because you still got Trevor Lawrence who's got an arm. You you got Etini Jr. and you got Ridley. So I mean, so Jacksonville should win this game in Tennessee unless Derrick Henry carries the whole team unless Lewis, well Lewis does something. Well, look at that. I called him Lewis. His name is Levis. Will Levis. That's an error. But how do you, how do you, this is a game that you would put Jacksonville 1-13. I would put, I would put, uh, I, would, I, would, I would almost put the Houston-Indianapolis game 1-13. You have to decide which one's going to flip, which one you want, who, or who do you think is going to win. I would almost take Houston because they're just a team that keeps on moving up and very, very up. If you take Tampa Bay against Carolina, Mayfield is questionable. Uh, their wide receiver, Trey Palmer, is questionable. However, you're going to have Mike Evans and Godwin who are healthy uh, against the Carolina team with Bryce, uh, with, with Bryce Young. I don't even know why would you even play Bryce Young. I would sit him out the rest of the year, have him look at the, just have him relax and chill out, and your number one draft pick doesn't get hurt, correct? So Tampa Bay should easily be a choice for you. I don't even, I don't even know if I would even go, uh, if you take the Tampa Bay game, uh, they got Tampa at four and a half points but it should be at least one of 13 or even more I just can't see how Carolina players are going to care too much about a game that they're way out of the playoffs they've been out of the playoffs forever there's no reason for them to even participate in this game uh, they should almost give the game to Tampa Bay if you're going to put this in a parlay I would put this in a straight shooter and hope for and maybe put a maybe do that four and a half and put 20, 30, or even 50 bucks for Tampa Bay to win. But I would not put this game part of a other game parlays because because this game could ruin you easily in, in, in the other parlays that I'm talking about. 
Uh, if I would talk to about New York Jets, New England Patriots, I mean, I would again. This is a game that I wouldn't even touch. Maybe a straight shoot shot game, uh, minus a point and a half for the Jets. Uh, uh, England Patriots are they have to win by two points. The over under is like thirty and a half. There's no reason for anyone to touch this game. If you're a betting man, don't touch this game. If you have a gambling problem, you're probably going to touch this game. But there's really no reason for you to even think about Zach Wilson. There's no reason for you to even think about any quarterback about in New England. I don't even know who they're going to start. Uh, this is probably uh, uh, Bill Belichick's last game in New England. He'll probably end up going to, I would assume he will go to a team like San Diego Chargers, a, a very established team that's able to uh, bring talent around them. They have uh, Eckers, they have uh, Herbert, they have Mike Williams, who was hurt for the first game of the year in 2023. He'll be back. This team, the Chargers, have so much talent that uh, that I think. For Bill Belichick to not to go to that team would be incredibly stupid. And if anyone that should go to that team that's not in the NFL, it probably should be Jim Harbaugh. I would, again, people tell me all this stuff. I talked to this young lady. What well, she's not young, but she and her husband at are at, at a place where I work when I help people with um, who are rehabbing through injuries. She's telling me that that Jim Harbaugh is going to Chicago. Tell you the truth, why would you even go to Chicago? Justin Fields would probably be a free agent for Jim Harbaugh. It'd be a waste of time. I think if you if your name is Jim Harbaugh, and it is a team that's going to pay you enough to suck, I just can't imagine Jim Harbaugh doing that because I hate losing. Jim Harbaugh hates to lose, so why would you go to a losing team? And you would have to spend about four and a half years there, or at least two and a half years at the, at the most, just to make that team relevant. So, if I was Jim, I'll take game the, the team with the Chargers. If I was Belichick, I would go there first before Jim gets the job. They'll pay you just as much or even more than Jim Harbaugh would get. Uh, if you go to if you go to one of the greatest arch-rival games, uh, the Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers. This game in itself, for if I would go down here and in the NFC search, uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, can, cl can clinch a playoff spot with a win over the Bears, which is really possible. Uh, Green Bay would either have to have a uh, tie plus Seattle to lose or New Orleans to lose. Uh, Green Bay would also have to, or this other scenario would have to be Seattle to lose plus Tampa Bay to lose. Tampa Bay was probably not going to lose. Uh, Green or uh, uh, Green Bay would have to tie plus Seattle tie and Tampa Bay to lose. Scenarios that I just I don't know why they even have these scenarios of teams tying and two teams losing. It's possible, but t for a tie, are you serious? Uh, Minnesota would have to lose, plus Seattle would have to lose, Tampa Bay would have to lose. There's so many different ways that Green Bay Packers could make the playoffs. But again, is this worth it for the Green Bay Packers or, or organization? Is this worth it? Eight and eight, you have Jordan Love, who's coming off his first year as a starter. He looks like he's got potential. He looks like he knows what he's doing out there. Is this worth it for him to play a playoff game and get killed? I don't see how, why would you even try this? And a lot of my listeners out there are going to look at me and say, what are you talking about? course you want to win well yeah but if you don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl then why would you get there and again I'm being contradicted because here I'm a Detroit Lion fan and all I want to do is make the playoff first 
And this is the year. I mean, this was last year. Detroit was like nine and seven, or eight and eight. I think. I th- I'm sorry. We were eight and eight last year. And I think that if Detroit would have won uh, against Seattle and another team that they lost that they should have won, they would have been like nine and seven or something in that uh, picture. Uh, I would have said the same thing. You need to get into the playoffs, get your feet wet, so that you understand that it's in a whole new uh, season in the playoffs. So maybe I'm totally wrong about uh, Jordan Love entering or winning the game to have experience in the playoffs. So I, c- I could be wrong. Um, the Minnesota Vikings against Detroit Lions. This is a very tricky game. Um in so many different ways. Um, one way is for Detroit. Does Detroit want to play the starters? How long do they want to play the starters? Is this worth it for them to play the starters? I personally would tell you this. As a head coach for Detroit Lions, especially if I'm Dan Campbell, I would say this. You have to play this game. And what I mean that is that you have to have your starters play. You want those guys to keep themselves warm, keeps themselves tuned up. Uh, you don't want to have this perspective of losing the game and then you're going into the playoffs with a with a with a game that with a game that you already lost. So for and especially for Detroit who hasn't made the playoffs for the last thirty years, who hasn't even won the division in the last thirty years, which they have done this year and made the playoffs this year. So this is a game that no matter what anybody says, no matter what you think about where Ben Johnson's going to go or where, or what Dan Campbell's going to do in the offseason for draft picks or for free agents, and everyone's already talking about free agents. What does Detroit Lions need? You know what Detroit Lions need right now? is that They need to win this game, keep the bodies warm, keep, even if they get a bye, which they probably won't get a bye because there's so much stuff they have to go through to, just to get a bye. If you look at, if you look at anything that of anything, you want Detroit to be ready, and and I would okay. This is what I would do. I would play the first half, see if you can get up to about twenty points, and uh, and you, I'm gonna tell you too. Mullins is gonna play for the Vikings, and Jefferson's gonna play, but I'm gonna be honest with you, folks. If this game is like twenty-four to seven or twenty-four to three going into the second half, I could see Jefferson, Justin Jefferson not putting his helmet back on. I could see Cook. Is it Cook? No, I'm sorry, Madison. I can see, and Madison hasn't been doing anything this year. But there's no reason to get any of your uh, uh, players hurt for Minnesota because most likely you're not going to make the playoffs, okay? Here's here's one game that we should really talk about. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Philadelphia Eagles against I think they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Let me find this. This is so much dead air. It's not good. It's not good to have dead air, especially when you do a podcast. Philadelphia Eagles against New York Giants. The Giants. This game should be easy as pie for the Philadelphia Eagles. However, this is another game that do you want to start your players through the whole game just to make sure that that you win? This is the game that Philadelphia Eagles, they need to shut the doors and get everything going in the first half. Go up by 25 points, which is not possible because you have to get a safety and a field goal to make five. Okay, I just I just put 25 out there, but this is the game that you want to play your first half. Be up by 24, or at least 20 points, or at least 17 points. I'm going down to at least 17 points for the Eagles to go into the second half, so that they don't have to play any of the starters. I'm being honest. I wouldn't want to get Jalen Hurts hurt. I wouldn't want to get Swift hurt. I don't think A.J. Brown should be out there too long. So even your tight end who's coming back, 
I wouldn't even have him play at this game at all. Godwich, I think his name is. But if you take the uh, the spread of forty one, if you, if you take the spread of uh, five and a half points for the Eagles, I would take that. I would take that because I I don't know why the Giants would even participate in a game that you could get your players hurt. Again, I don't know where the hell a bunch of these New York Giants players are going to go, but you, you're going to need a team next year, so you can't get rid of everybody and start over because you have to fulfill the contracts. So I don't even know why would the, the Giants and themselves would say, hmm, all right, we're going to let the Eagles win the game this year, and it's going to be a whole brand new that, um, next year. I would put this game in a, in a parlay uh, one way or another. I would put this game in Detroit, and and I would almost put um, the Baltimore game on the parlay with Detroit and the Eagles. I would stay uh, I would stay away from the Jacksonville Tennessee game for a parlay in in a in a parlay because that game could go helter skelter. I'm going back and forth, so excuse what I'm trying to do. Uh, let's go. But, I mean, look, folks. Talking about that Philadelphia game. Philadelphia wins the wins plus Dallas Cowboys to lose to tie. Um, the, what's at stake is Philadelphia to clinch the NFC East title. So they would have to, again, what I said, Philadelphia would have to win the game and Dallas to lose. Or Philadelphia would have to tie with a Dallas loss. I don't know why they keep saying tie, but let's just say Philly needs to win out and they need Dallas to lose. So if you look at, so if we take a look at the Dallas game, mm, Dallas Cowboys, how about those Cowboys? Jimmy Johnson, congratulations to, to Jimmy for being inducted into the Cowboys Hall of Fame from. Um, Jerry Jones took him years. I guess to get him in there because Jerry and Jimmy don't like each other so much. History, whatever. Uh, Washington Commanders or Washington Redskins. They got this game twelve and a half points for the command. A plus twelve and a half for the Commanders. Minus twelve and a half, obviously for the uh, for the Cowboys. I would feel like I would almost feel like the Dallas Cowboys will keep the starters out there most of the game. I think they will do that so that there's no chance in hell that they will lose this game so that Philadelphia sneaks in to win so that Philadelphia wins the, uh, the East Division. So do I agree with it? Probably not. Would I want to keep Prescott fresh? Yes. Do I need Prescott on the field for four, for four, uh, for four quarters? Probably not. What I would do, what I would do is probably, uh, if I would have to put this game in a parlay, uh, same game parlay, I would have maybe go down to 200, 200 yards of passing, maybe like 30 yards of rushing or something like 20 yards of rushing for uh, Prescott um, Powell. He's probably going to touch the ball a lot in this game because they the rest of the other guy, I think his name is Murphy or Murray, um, but. Powell should get his yards. He may even get a touchdown. C.J. C.J. Lamb probably won't even play that much. I don't even think that it'd be kind of dumb to play him a lot. I think he might get a touchdown. I would not quote me. I would almost lower down his yards down to maybe at least 50 or 60 yards for Lamb because if Dallas runs in, if, the, if Dallas runs in two touchdowns, that'd be 14-0. And if they throw the ball to see, uh, to Gallup or Cook or something, they'll be up by 21 points. But I don't – maybe C.J. Lamb will touch the football in the end zone, but I would stay away from him. Or maybe I would throw him the football in the end zone and then get him out of there, and then that would be a wrap for that s stat. So uh, if you – if you look at uh, the Denver Broncos and the Raiders, I would stay away from this game. Both teams are 
completely out of it. Sean Payne has destroyed Russell Wilson's career. Uh, I don't know why he did that. The Broncos are still in the playoffs. It makes it look like um, for some reason, well, I think they were in the playoffs until last week's loss, but I would almost assume that that the um, I would almost assume that Champagne's thinking about next year, but still, there's better ways of of dealing with your star quarterback who was a Super Bowl champion at one point. But what? But what do I know, right? I'm not a head coach. I'm just an a a guy with these stats and all this stuff. But if you would, let's see, oh, let's go, let's go. If I would go here, going up and down. Look, for example, when I talk about this, speaking of Seattle, where uh, Russell Wilson uh, uh, won a Super Bowl at Arizona. Arizona beat uh, the Eagles last week, I think. Uh, Seattle can clinch a playoff berth by by having them win, Seattle wins and Green Bay Packers lose, or Seattle ties, Green Bay Packers lose, and Tampa Bay lose. Seattle would have also either have to tie plus Green Bay to keep uh, Tampa, uh, Green Bay to lose plus New Orleans to lose. So many different scenarios. Seattle. Uh, I I feel like they could win this game against against Arizona, but Arizona seems to be getting a little hot. Actually, I'm sorry. Philadelphia Eagles lost to um, to Arizona last week. That's true. So that's a team that Philadelphia Eagles kind of shot themselves in the foot for not finishing up the deal. So uh, that could be a game that mm, I would almost stay up. I would almost give, well, if here, if I were to look at this game against Seattle, Seattle, hmm, Seattle, 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 more dead air that I'm talking about that I don't need to have dead air. Uh, I don't see this game. Well, I don't see this game. It must not be that important. There we go. Seattle at the Cardinals. Cardinals uh, plus two and a half for the Cardinals. You know what that tells me? P- plus two and a half for the Cardinals. That that means that Seattle's going to win this game with Geno Smith. I really think that's going to happen. I think that either for some reason I feel like Arizona is going to lose. I don't know why. I think maybe Kyle Murray would just do something stupid or give up in the middle of the game or he'd be something like that. Geno Smith, he's going to want to play real well. You know why? Because he wants to keep a job. He wants to stay in the NFL. He wants to be there. Kyle uh, Murray, he doesn't care. He just wants, I don't know what he's doing, but I don't see him anywhere. Uh, I just, just can't fathom him carrying two cents of what he's doing. Yeah. Kyler Murray. Yeah. I could see him quit in the middle of the game and not doing diddly snot. I really do. Uh, actually, I want to go back to the Bears and Green Bay Packer game. Now, the Chicago Bears could be the spoiler for the Green Bay Packers. And by what I mean by that is because Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears hate each other's guts. The fan base hate each other. The Bears hate the Packers. The Packers hate the Bears. So, going back to this game Sunday at 425, I would almost pick the Bears to win against Green Bay, Green Bay Packers because it'd be a nice sending away party for Justin Fields to go to some other new team. Or actually stay in the in Chicago. Do I the Bears probably should not the Bears should probably do whatever they can to keep Justin Fields. Because there's no reason to draft another quarterback because he's not that bad. He just needs a better offensive line. He needs a better running back. 
He got J.J. Moore. He's, he's an all right wide receiver. He's got a mid-earker tight end, but he needs more protection, and he needs a better running game, a running, uh, a running scheme. So there, I said it. I like Justin Fields. He's Ohio State personnel. But, again, I don't know what to tell you. Here's another one I want to talk about. Well, going back to the Philadelphia-New York Giants game, it's going to be in the rain most likely. So this is why Jalen Hurts is going to have to win the game in the first half so the Giants don't have a chance in the second half to do anything. If you can finish the wrap, if you can finish the game in the first half, that would be great for you. Um, let's say the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Chargers. I don't see my homes playing this game at all. Uh, I I don't really, really think that East on Stick is going to do anything. I don't even know why this game is going to be played or even televised. Uh, Eckler will probably not, won't play at all, maybe in the first half. Uh, I would stay away from this game in itself. Uh, 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 Kelsey. Travis Kelsey will probably sit out most of this game. Mahomes will set out most of this game. It, it, it'd just be stupid for you to play these guys. It just would. Um, L.A. Rams against San Francisco Giants. Uh, it's an in-state rival. Uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, they need to win this game. They need to win this game so that they keep the, uh, the momentum going. Um, if they win this game, they could probably, this is going to be a scary game for Detroit. If Detroit has to play against the Rams and the Rams win and Detroit loses this week, going into having, having again, having Matthew Stafford go back home, when I mean home, I mean he's going back to where he started, this could be play into his advantage. If, the, if Sam Fran sits out the starters like Prudy and... And wow. they go on and set out McCarthy. McCarthy, that's for sure. And they probably set out Debo Samuels and Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk. They'll probably set him out by the second and third quarter, by at least by the third and fourth quarter. So, and Kiddo. I mean, I, I just don't see the reason why for the San Fran. This could be a trap situation for San Fran. If they don't win this game, they could be in a situation where they're going to the playoffs off two weeks of having a bye week and not playing anybody next week and then playing a wild card team and losing that game against that wild card team in two weeks. Not next week, in two weeks. So. So San Fran kind of has to keep their uh, pedal to the metal, okay? So there you go. There you have it. Oh, we should also talk about the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints. If you, if I would go back here, uh, what is? Um, well, all right, here you go. Another team from the South. Against New Orleans Saints, so what's in stake? Atlanta will have to clinch the NFC South with a title win over the Tampa, with a win, plus a Tampa Bay loss. I can't see that happening again because Tampa Bay is playing against the Panthers. I don't see them losing that game. That'd be kind of stupid for that team to lose that game. So I, again, they're seven and nine. Do I think the Falcons will win th this game against the Saints? Probably not. Why? Because there's no reason for you to make the playoffs when your team's going to lose in the first game in the playoffs, most likely. 99% chance. All right. So, but however, New Orleans Saints, a game versus Atlanta, like I just said, what's in stake for them is New Orleans Saints to NFC South. New Orleans Saints would win plus Tampa Bay to lose. That'd be great beneficial for New Orleans Saints. They're won't have to travel. Uh, that team plays better at home. Uh, the Saints 
where when I mean here's another scenario the New Orleans Saints will tie plus Tampa Bay to lose um, how can the again this is how can the Saints clinch a playoff spot uh, the Saints would would win plus Seattle to lose or or plus Green Bay to lose or tie I'm sorry this is the scenario for the Saints to clinch a playoff spot not to win I mean not to win their division but to clinch a playoff spot they would have to have the the, the Seattle to lose and Grand Bay to lose and you know that's possible but New Orleans Saints would have to tie or Seattle would have to lose plus Green Bay to lose so New Orleans should win this game I think they have more talent I don't know I mean the Falcons quarterback is you know he's a rookie quarterback but they sit him out and put him back in it's just I think his name is Riddler but uh yeah I, I just I just don't I mean you got Derek Carr Derek Carr is a decent quarterback he's not great but he's he's not the Mijitsu nothing like that but who knows but there you have it folks I I just ran through this game on those on the stats uh Holy cow, that was almost an hour long. But thank you for listening to the Crazy J Podcast Show. I did my best. I'm one-man show right now. Parlay Sean is a little ill. Feel better. I'll have this show aired on Thursday morning. And it'll be through the weekend. I hope. Actually, I may air this on Friday because, no, Thursday, because I want to make it consistent. So, Every weekend, every week, I'm going to try to do a podcast every Thursday or Friday, depending on now that the NFL is closing up, shutting the doors down. I may move a uh, sports podcast uh, episode on Friday or Saturday. Well, probably Friday for um, the f- Friday uh, college basketball and and uh, the NBA basketball. And I don't touch much about sh- about the NHL because I like the NHL but I don't really can't really explain to you the good or bad players or the good or bad plays so uh, thank you for listening to the Crazy J Podcast you can listen to me on Spotify Apple Podcast uh, you can find me on Pandora now I hooked it up on Pandora um, I'd like to thank uh, my platforms Busprout.com. love you guys um Podbean, I do my Podbean stuff live, so I'm probably going to do a live episode with uh, Ron, talk about politics or or uh, life, disability, and all that st- kind of stuff. Peace, love, I'm out of here.